So welcome back to that football podcast. Um, welcome, guys. Welcome, Marcel. Nice to have you guys here again. Hi, Tim. Hi, uh... Hi. So this week, I want to start off with some song lyrics from the late, great Errol Brown of Hot Chocolate. <clears throat> here I go. I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You sexy thing. I believe in miracles since you came along. Briel Embolo. Yes, I'm talking about the miracle of Borussia Gladbach's total annihilation of Bayern Munich in the DFB Pokal second round last night. After a crushing 5-0 victory with three goals coming in the first 20 minutes. And given Bayern's impressive form recently, coming off the back of delivering their own pummeling of Leverkusen last week 5-1 in Leverkusen's own house, I, I would have to call this Gladbach result a miracle, really. Um, we'll, we'll talk about why this happened a little later on, Kais. Don't worry. Um, you'll have plenty of uh, time to talk about that. Um, but I wanted to ask you both, right, as long-standing German football fans, you know, can you share with our listeners a little bit about some of your favourite German football miracles? Kais, tell us about one of your favourite favorite miracles. Uh, I guess there are two coming right at uh, which are right at the top of my mind first as a yeah lifelong Bayern München hater the Champions League final with Teddy Sheringham and uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, scoring in the uh. minute 89 and 92, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, when was that? Was that? I was like 99, 99, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because my other football my, my, uh, miracle is also from 99. But okay. Um, <laughs> it's a special year. I remember at the time I was about 12 years old and my parents joined me in my hate for Bayern. And so it was too late for me. Normally, I should have been in bed at the time, but I was allowed, allowed to, 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 to be up longer. And we celebrated together how Bayern was defeated in the very last minute. Wow. And how Carsten uh, Janke, who we hated the most, had this stupid impression on his face. It was yeah. beautiful. And the other one is um, more positive because I understand that this might come across as a very negative view of the world, that <laughs> this is something that I enjoy. <laughs> you know, um, as, a, as a man, you know, as um, even as like a, a Man City fan, right? Like even I, you know, thought that was a bit of a miracle and kind of in, enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And even and even more now as like a bit of a Bayern hater, right? Um, lo- <laughs> looking back, I mean, they didn't they have some, um, you know, Khan and like Mateus and Effenberg? They had some like... Mario Basler. Yeah, pretty dislikable people at the time as well, actually. Um, Yeah. As always, you might say. But um, the interesting thing is um, that they are still traumatized because of that. If you you listen to um, Karl-Heinz Rummenigge, for example, who has been with the business for so many years, he's he's still mentioning this game. So when it's about the worst thing that happened to him as being responsible for Bayern... He always managed. He always mentions this game. Yeah, so it's really traumatizing for them. Yeah. <laughs> left, left them out for sure. Yes, yes. beautiful. <laughs> and, and yesterday, there's another episode. Um, that yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I wasn't even like. Sorry, guys. I, I know you want to tell us about the second one, but I guess like you, yeah, another one like the 
you know, the, the Champions League in, uh, that Chelsea won, right? Uh, in Bayern Munich Stadium right. against Bayern Munich, you know, and they and they won sort of, you know, it didn't, Robin even missed a penalty, right? In normal time. And and Chelsea were hanging on. It was, it was just like, it was, it should have been Bayern Munich's final, right? And it, it was a miracle that Chelsea won because they were awful. Yeah, they just won it dirty style, Augsburg style. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. <laughs> Dro- drop the header, you know, sort of like in the last minute or something. It was, oh, that was pretty special. But sorry, Kaj, your, your, your second one, the positive one. The, the non- to give a second one. <laughs> sorry, <we're- laughs> sure, why not? Sure. So also, uh, I think it was 1999 um, when it was about the relegation decisions uh, in the league. It was uh, um, quite a specific situation in the table that uh, Frankfurt was number 16, Nuremberg was number 12, and there were only about three points separating the two of them. So from the 12th place Mm -hmm. to the last, everyone could be relegated. Or the the last and penultimate were already relegated. And so um, everything was, everything seemed to be against um, uh, Frankfurt. And then they, they just scored five goals, I think. And the, the most famous one was by Fjordov. Ah, that's right. The goal. And then uh, it became clear that the, the team that was in 12th place after 33 matches was relegated. Wow. Because just everything went uh, wrong for them and everything went right for Eintracht. And that, that's, for me, is also a turning point in the Eintracht uh, history. I think they relegated after that again. Yeah. One. But uh, yeah, th- this was a great moment, great day. Yeah, I think tw- I think twice, actually. But um, we'll, uh, yeah, I'll, co- I'll come to, because that's interesting, because one of my... One of my miracles is an Eintracht one, um, but I'm going to go to to Marcel first. Marcel, what about yourself? Can you? You You probably would expect that from me. So I'm a bit biased, unfortunately. And uh, this is one of the, thank you for this question, because now this is one of the rare occasions (laughs) where I can bring up my favorite club, which has nothing to do with the first Bundesliga normally. Not, Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. There's some potential. I, I, I give you that. But um, it is actually season 2005, 2006, the cup season, which uh, was then known as the B series because uh, St. Pauli, yeah, the club that I'm cheering for, um, they were in the third division, basically, okay. um, when they were in the, in the cup games. And they were facing and very close to insolvency. Yeah, mm-hmm. very close. So it was that tough, really, that uh, I remember back then the, the manager said or, or the general manager, he said that um, they didn't they didn't want to turn out the uh, turn on the floodlights too early <laughs> because they didn't have the money to afford it. Yeah, Jeez. so they just turned it on right before the game. <laughs> Because they were so poor. And as you can imagine, it's still like that. In the third division, you don't have a lot of money. Um, and then they started this incredible uh, cup game series. Uh, they beat every team, starting with a B, by the way, uh, until the semifinals. So they started with Burghausen. Okay, they were second Bundesliga back then. Okay, 
then they came Bochum, uh, Hertha Berlin, Bremen, and then in the semifinals they um, yeah they fell to Bayern Munich. But okay. on the road to that, they made millions, which is a huge amount uh, for a third uh, division uh, team, and they really became yeah healthy because of that so the yeah. money really helped to kept uh, to keep the things going which is definitely a big turning point and you would have never expected from a third division team and especially the the quarterfinal against Prem was very funny because Prem and back then i know a long, long time ago <laughs> but back then they were the number two in germany actually yeah. right yeah. so they were just behind and sometimes even in front of bayern munich and Uh, before the game, the general managers were battling each other uh, in, in the interviews um, because uh, Bremen said that, oh, look at the pitch. It's horrible. There's, mm. there's even ice on it. There's snow on it. So it was in the middle of the winter and people like Klose and Klasnitsch and whatever the names were, were playing against them. And they said, it's horrible. We don't want to play here. And then, of course, they lost to St. Pauli, yeah, which was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, didn't, I didn't realize that. Is that also where, because they didn't that money help them get then into the Bundesliga? Because they were they were promoted. What, what they were was it two years? Yeah, but that was. Yeah, but that was like a yeah, like you said, four years after. But it, it just helped them to survive. Yeah, which was the only thing that they wanted. And you could of course not calculate that. Like, oh yeah, we would go to the semi final of the cup. Yeah. Um, Even exactly. international was an option then, maybe playing international. Imagine that. It was so close. <laughs> uh, oh. If they went to the final, they would have been playing international probably. And um, it, the funny thing is, it's a funny thing to end this story. Um, that was the last time until yesterday when St. Pauli made it to the third round of the cup games. <laughs> really? Wow. And yeah, they were elim eliminated uh, 16 years uh, in the first or in the second round after that. So they really had to pay for that achievement. <laughs> so, so Bayern have a little bit of catching up to do, but they're, they're doing quite well, like two years in a row now. Um. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's a, it sounds like a St. Pauli series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, cool. I did, I did not. Mine, mine, mine has to be like, um, mine has to be Eintracht, right? Um, 2018 uh, DFB Pokal, right? The, the final. Um, I know like, you know, I mean, I've been in Germany about like 12 years now, right? And um, I know Eintracht are different these days, right? In the last sort of three, four years or whatever. But, you know, when I first got here, like, you know, Eintracht were pretty crap, right? It was, I, I can at least remember one relegation, if not two in that time. And, you know, they generally struggled, right? And I remember, um, You know, when Niko Kovac came in, I think like end of 2016, he kind of, they had the relegation um, playoff relegation match, right? That they survived. 2017, they got to the final um, against Borussia Dortmund and lost. Obama Yang was just too good for them. Um, and then, you know, when they got to the final again in 2018, it just kind of seemed like a formality, right? You know, runners, great, well done. You know, runners up again. Like you're going to get, your, you know, your, your runners up medals. And then, you know, the miracle was like, um, probably for me, like the referee, right? And the, the whole kind of, um, you know, like VAR um, debacle, right? Because I'm trying, right? They won 3-1, but they, I think it was a stage where it was 2-1. 
right? And then um, Kevin Prince Boateng fouls Martinez in the penalty area, right? A clear foul. Everybody knows it. Um, you know, the, the VAR, right, are looking at the decision and they say it's okay, right? And it was just, you know, you're watching the replay on TV and you're like, my God, they're gonna they're gonna overturn it. It's gonna be a penalty for Bayern and they're gonna they're gonna turn this around, right? And then, you know, and then sort of I think it was like Sven Ulrich was um like up for a corner or something in the 95th minute. Um, and then Frankfurt go down the other end and sort of score into the empty net to make it 3-1 and secure it, right? But it was, yeah. I remember here, like, you know, the fireworks going off around, um, you know, and the, and the celebrations for like hours afterwards, right? <laughs> and it was, it was great. It's great for the, great for the city. Um, and, you know, Eintracht have used it as a, a platform after that to, you know, get to the Europa Pokal semi-final and, you know, help them, embed people like Haller and, and Jovic before they sold them yeah. off or whatever. So, you know, that was like a fairy tale for uh, one of my fan at fairy tale German football moments. Um, yeah. Definitely the, the, you know, the empire Bayern can be defeated and the referees aren't always for uh, Bayern Munich uh, or at least not, <laughs> not, not that time. Not anyway. in this case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's really funny because now that I think of it, there are some great moments actually between Frankfurt and Bayern Munich, right? I mean, this seemed to be pretty good duels. I mean, they That's won true. again against Bayern this season. Yeah. But um, I remember another game, which was, I think, in 2000, uh, which was also very strange because it happened to be that two goalkeepers of Bayern Munich got injured in the same game. So first, What? Oliver Kahn okay. got injured in the game against Frankfurt. Then the second goalkeeper came On, on the pitch and he also got injured five minutes after and then oh, yeah. they had a, a, a field um, a midfield player I think who was it um, Tarnat probably so okay. back then yeah. they had Michael Tarnat I think yeah, yeah. and and then the one and he was the one chosen to be to be goalkeeper then for the last I think it was still 30 minutes or something and he made some incredible saves it was really <laughs> he really made very good saves and 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 he won the game for them yeah, so Also, strange moment of the Bundesliga. Not that's, a miracle, you might say, but strange. No, def, but def, definitely weird and wonderful. And that's what we that's what we love. Um, well, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for for sharing your your football German football miracles with me. Um, so back to back to the recent miracle in hand, right? Um, Gladbach five by nil. Um, how did this happen, guys? No, normal Wednesday afternoon. I don't know why you talk about a miracle. Business as usual. Move on to the next topic if you want. There's <laughs> nothing to discuss here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, well, of course, I knew that this would happen. Um, <laughs> so I'm more so you, you're a rich man, right? From, from the bet you put on. I, I, I told Marcel uh, today, you know, there was one thing that made me a little sad and angry yesterday. Um, the, throughout the week, I was thinking whether I should go to the stadium because I still had the opportunity to, to get a ticket. Yeah, we, we talked was, about it. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it uh, yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. But then throughout the last seven or ten days, I, um, I had the chance to get a ticket and I was thinking of just going there by myself Mm -hmm. come back today and you know just just go by myself to yeah 
to make it like a present for myself. Mm-hmm. And I said, ah, why? I'll just watch, watch it at home. Why bother? Yeah. yeah. And uh, imagine <laughs> I would have been there. I, I told myself I already selected the ticket and this, the, the, the space in the stadium where I would, would have watched it. And um, it's where all of the goals were scored on wow. that side of the pitch. So, um, yeah, that was a little bummer then. But, uh, yeah, besides that, of course, great football evening, um, great performance. <clears throat> and, of course, a little luck that everything that they tried worked and everything that Bayern tried just didn't work at all. Yes. But, um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's life. Yeah, true. But, but I was a bit disappointed, true. actually, because... The Gladbach fans, they didn't cheer and celebrate for their best player when he got substituted. So when Upamecano left the field, no Gladbach, by a, no Gladbach fan was cheering. Yeah, normally you get some applause from the fans when you did a great performance and it didn't happen. Yeah. So how do you treat your players, really? <laughs> of course, that's a nice joke and I appreciate it. But um, on the other side, you know that this is bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, just like in the first match of the league um, Bayern uh, Gladbach sorry, knew exactly how to play Upamecano Upamecano caused, committed two fouls which were not mm-hmm. given in the first match which should have been penalties yeah. yesterday there was from my perspective as a fan another situation where there should have been a penalty um, where he fouled um, Hoffman quite early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they know how, how, to, how to get to him. Yeah. And um, the same happened um, throughout the match. And I, I, I don't really agree that it's, uh, it's a miracle. Of course, no one would expect a 5-0, no question about that. Mm-hmm. But has performed great against the team. And this was also commented yesterday. Um, Gladbach has performed great against the teams where the the opposing team also has the ambition to 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 lead the game. Yeah, yeah. They did poorly against the weaker teams. Yeah. So um, I even I even bet money on Gladbach yesterday um, because I, I was I was convinced that um, that it could work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to add a little thing, if we look at the um, at the last ten or eleven years of Bayern playing against other teams, um, th- so there's a, a, a web page online where you can uh, see how one team. Uh, did against all the other teams that they played in a specific time. Okay. And um, so they played once against Holstein Kiel. That was in last year's cup. They lost. Yeah, exactly. They, they have a bad. Um, how would you say bilance? Um, like a like a yeah like a negative sort of record or like a yeah. balance. Yeah. They have um, not won against Ajax or Liverpool. And they have won only 25% of the matches against Real. Okay. Two matches out of eight. Mm-hmm. 
and they won only 44% against Gladbach. So okay. all the other teams have had a worse performance against Bayern than Gladbach. Um, because over the past years, they, yeah. I think with the match yesterday, they are equal or Gladbach has gotten more points out of the matches than Bayern. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 look, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, it's a poetic, poetic license, <laughs> right? You know, I, I, for, for, I'm trying to get the listeners in, Kai's, right, with this miracle yeah. uh, stuff. But, you know, it was, it was definitely unexpected. And as you said, you know, I mean... Um, you know, Kiel last year, right? Um, second division beating beating Bayern. Um, you know, and they also had a a strong fielded a strong side last year against um, against Kiel, and they certainly did against Gladbach yesterday. That was a first eleven. Um, to be honest with you, okay, maybe they left out Sula that they regretted afterwards, but other than other than him, that was a, a regular eleven. Um, but you know, Gladbach have always kind of raised their game against. And as you said, I, I feel, you know, they they beat them last year, I'm sure, once or was it twice um, in, in the league? And then obviously the start of this season. Um, yeah, so it's not, it's the, as you said, it's the it's the size of the and the, the comprehension of the victory, right? And also that Bayern were dominating every other team this season except for that uh, Eintracht. And Eintracht, yeah. And Freiburg, what happened to Freiburg? Uh, I, I mean, yeah. this not sure, but you're right. But also, actually, the the Eintracht game that was Kostic bullying up a Meccano, right? If you're physical <laughs> with him, uh, he did. Kostic completely barged him off the ball, um, and 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 then he sort of put it in the net. So, yeah, yeah. Did you see yesterday's goals? Did you see how Embolo just pushed him away? As, as yeah, he was a seven year old girl. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty oh, embarrassing. Yeah. About four meters tall, and uh, yeah. So huh. that were my uh, my two cents of thought. <laughs> your thoughts. What about you, Marcel? What do you think? What, well, I, I would say, um, yeah, that is something that can happen. So, to all the fans that are now hoping that the dominance of Bayern Munich will end, I have to be honest. I mean, that is something that can happen. Everything that has been shown is that they are human. At last. <laughs> so, yes, they are human. If they get three goals in 20 minutes, um, they are embarrassed and um, they lose the game and they lose motivation. I mean, this is one of the things that were really impressive to me when I I think they um, zoomed into the faces of the Bayern players when, when there was the 5-0 and they didn't want to continue playing. <laughs> they just wanted to leave. Yeah, they just yeah. wanted to leave. And, and this was the first time that I saw this because every time, even when they have three goals behind, they are still motivated and they are still trying to get um, free goals. And, and then it was the first time that I saw this, that they are really human people, right? Yeah. yeah, they just, they gave up. And, but I don't think this is a day that can happen. So if, if everything goes wrong for you, that, that's what can what what will happen, but uh, I don't think that this will be the start of uh, the end of uh, domination from Bayern Munich, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'm I have to say Maybe. that I feel very sorry for Union Berlin uh, in the weekend. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bounce back and bounce back hard, I'm sure. Um, but but interesting what you said about them not wanting to be there. I definitely think the referee picked up on it. Did you notice there was no there was no injury time, right? It was it was yeah. the, the clock got to ninety. 
dot nine, you know, zero, zero. And it was, and he blew, right? He just, he wanted to help the Bayern players get out of there um, and just avoid further embarrassment. Uh, uh, right. No. You don't see that very often. So that was really, I mean, that was great for, great for all the fans that were not Bayern fans, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was also interesting uh, about what you said, Marcel, that normally, even after the 3-0, no, um, I was still thinking it's Bayern. They could turn it around. But at some moment, I, 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 I felt the same, that they didn't believe in it themselves anymore. So at some moment, not only because it was five or five, uh, four or five goals, but at some moment, uh, this feeling of it's Bayern, they could do it, disappeared. Mm. But they were they were still trying though. Like I remember at five nil, there were a few chances that and and shots that were, you know, going on and and Summer had to save where you thought they they did want to get one or two back. Um, you know, they definitely weren't as fluid as they as they usually are. But I but I didn't kind of feel as if they, um, you know, didn't want to sort of save a little bit of face. Um, but then again, normally. If, if they do that, every shot on goal is in. And then it was like, oh, we hit the goalkeeper straight in the middle of the goal or um, it was not as positioned, as well placed as it usually is. So I think that also adds to that. Yeah, it was really like, yeah, a very bad day for mm. Bayern Munich in general. Yeah, I wondered, I, I mean, wondered about the impact of Nagelsmann not being there. Um You know, do you think that had anything to do with it? The the fact that he wasn't there to perhaps on the training ground. I mean, I know that they've won their last two games and he's not been there, but you know, perhaps the prep for you know against a tricky opponent, not being on the training ground and sort of going through the routines, motivating the players. Do you think that had a had an effect? I'm not sure about that, honestly, because, and that's an interesting topic I have to bring up because um, I am always wondering what this um, silly movements of managers, uh, what th that can really influence, you know, the movements with the hands and all the mm. hysterical uh, running up and down the field and trying to do and to show something with strange finger movements. So I don't know, does that really have a big influence? I mean, you could also do that via phone if you are connected with with uh, the co the co-manager or whatever it is um i don't think that has such an influence but um, i was also thinking of what might have happened this maybe you can imagine that nagelsmann now sitting on the couch waiting for the game with his cozy sweatshirt and probably also i don't know with his jogging pants maybe <laughs> maybe he fell asleep right before the game and no one wake him up and then And then he, he wake up and it was 5-0 and he said, ha-ha, Bayern are losing. And then finally he realized that he is the manager of Bayern now. Yeah, so, there we I go. Don't know, maybe. It, there we go. I was, I was thinking about the influence of that because I was reading, what's the um, what's his assistant called? Is it Denk, Denk Muller? Denk Top Muller. Muller. Dino, Top, like dinosaur. Top, Dino Topmuller. He's Top the Muller. son of a famous uh, coach, actually, in the Bundesliga. Really? Oh, I didn't. I, I, because I was reading about him and he was saying... Um, about the the first game that when Nagelsmann wasn't there, and and that was in the Champions League last week. And um, who did they play? Were they playing? Um, was it um, Lisbon? 
That's a Benfica, right? And it yeah. was nil-nil at half time, and then apparently um, Nagelsmann sort of made the call to to do some substitutions or whatever. And Topmuller was saying, you know, he didn't have the res- he didn't have the right to make any substitutions. <laughs> um, so obviously, like he didn't, he wasn't given the power to do that. Maybe that's what happened, as you said. Nagelsmann fell asleep. He took you know, a nap. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, woke up oh my god what's this Ugh. yeah and first he was cheering because he was thinking that he's still a Leipzig manager but then he, he found out oh no it's my team yeah but even even, even on the TV last night they were saying you know this is not a commentator said this is not a graphics error right um, it is actually Gladbach 5 by nil not the other way around um, sorry guys um, okay so let's go on to um, right so Bayern, Bayern are out um, Tim, Tim, I'm sorry. Can I add just another football miracle? A 10 second comment. Okay. You know, sometimes I'm uh, active in sports betting, and yep. I had two bets yesterday one with a really minor uh, uh, amount that Gladbach will win, and the other one was a bet on seven matches. Okay. And do you know what the miracle is? I got all of them completely wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> not a single one. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't sound like a miracle to me, guys. It's uh, so. <laughs> so who did you bet against? Just just asking for curiosity. <laughs> okay, really quickly, I said Freiburg um, will win. It was a draw. I said Mainz will win. It was a draw. I said said Chelsea will win. It was a draw. I said Leverkusen will win. They lost. I said Pauli will win. It was a draw. I said City will win. Was a draw. <laughs> yeah. I said uh, draw for Gladbach and Bayern, and it was a win. <laughs> yeah. So, so if I yeah yeah, I mean some of those are some of those were weakened squads and things like that, right? Cup games and um, reserve players, but yeah, I mean to get all of them wrong is pretty pretty spectacular, guys. Well done. Um, Thank you. Um, so who's going to win the 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 cup then? The DFB Pokal now Bayern are out. Yeah, Kai, say say it. We want to hear it. Say it. <laughs> the time is now. The time is now. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that last season as well. Uh, to, to be fair. That's not fair. There are still <laughs> enough... You can't say to be fair and then say something which is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> Yeah, but there are still enough smaller teams um, in in the draw. So sorry for Gladbach. That's right. I mean, if they get Dortmund now and maybe Leipzig in the next round, and then who's left? Not too many. That's right. They're clearing the way for Pauli, uh, Marcel. Right? Take, take <laughs> yeah, care. that makes me laugh. <laughs> Taking care of the big boys. Um, yeah, I mean, I I was thinking about this, and I, I'm thinking, um, I, I, I see it's being Dortmund, right? I mean, if Dortmund with Haaland now um, if he's you know when he's fit and back they can beat everybody else I think um, but they won't and that's not true now comes my favorite for the cup okay cup winners of 2020 is it 21 or 22 I don't know both the cup winners will be SC Freiburg oh wow that would be that would be nice yeah, I they, mean, they, they are so difficult to beat for mm. any team. Why not? This would be the chance to get a title for Freiburg. Yeah. yeah. Have they have they ever won a cup? 
I don't think so. Did they ever win something? Like, I don't think so. No. But this would be awesome. I would really cheer for them if, well, of course, they wouldn't play against Pauli or something. But yeah, that would be awesome. And I think it's not, I mean, the chances yeah. are there. Imagine having a great Bayern season. Are out, Bayer are out. Um, they can clearly beat Dortmund or, or Leipzig in a, in a game for sure. Maybe they don't compete against them. So the chances are there. I would so, enjoy it, but the chances are there for every team which is still there. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, a realistic chance. I, I really don't like see that. it. <laughs> I really don't see it. They were all, all almost eliminated by a third league team. They. Just yeah, but the league for enjoy it. I would enjoy it to see them win it, but I don't see it coming at all. I, I'm I think Marcel's got a great shout there. Um, I know I know it was an impressive result last night, right? And they scraped through, but I think you know, second round you underestimate your opposition, you're away, bad pitch, um, you know, maybe not resting a few key players. What um, for instance, I haven't really looked at the lineup who they play, but I can imagine. Um, but they're fourth in the league, right? And they are, you know, they're beating teams. You know that the, um, you know, beat Dortmund, beat uh, Leipzig. What did they draw with Leipzig? They don't have international so, cup games, by the way. That's true, right? So look, the teams left, and the the draw for the next round is Saturday or Sunday? Sunday, um, six thirty p.m. So the teams left are <clears throat> Hertha BSC. Hmm. Not going to make it. No. We agree on that. <laughs> yes. Leipzig. Possibly. Yeah, probably. Possibly. If they, if they fire. <laughs> no. Eighteen sixty. Eighteen Munich. I don't think so. No. Wrong decade. Hoffenheim. Dortmund. Probably. Yeah. Freiburg, probably. Teams two out of three in this uh, group believe that that's okay. Um, Hamburg, no. <laughs> Mainz, mm. no, I don't no. think so. Um, Union, mm. I think it's more probable that Union will achieve it than Freiburg, but that's maybe a bit more unlikely, I would say. But yeah, possible, still possible. Mm. Bochum, no, no. Mm-mm. Pauli, I would also enjoy it, but no. Yeah. Karlsruhe, one out of three say yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Karlsruhe, no. Hannover, no. Gladbach, they I could. say they probably, probably not. Probably they could because of this crazy season, but they would be in the top top teams out mm-hmm. of these. Rostock and Köln, I don't think so. No. So there are not so many teams. Five or six teams. Yeah. Yeah. No, interesting. That's yeah. And especially because some of these teams will eliminate each other. Exactly. Exactly. Before it gets the last rounds. Yeah. So maybe this year is good for for surprise. Could could be. That would be nice, you know, to have different um, different teams in there and, and maybe. Yeah, an unexpected winner would be great if that would be a Freiburg or Union Berlin. Um, mm, interesting. Um, so another really eventful thing has happened. Um, 
Marcel was right. That's the event. Um, as much as I hate to admit it, Marcel. <laughs> That's a miracle, were, right? <laughs> are we still talking miracle? There we are. Yeah, clearly. I can't really. Uh, no, spot, spot on, right? Uh, Von Bommel. Mark Von Bommel was sacked. And he was the first managerial casualty of the season. Um, and I, I ask you guys, right? Have they done the right thing in sacking him so early? Um, and will his successor, Foreign Kofeld, do any better? I really don't care enough about Wolfsburg to have a to have a Did solid you? opinion about that. Um, <laughs> I, I think Van Bommel started pretty well in the season, and they played his first three. Yeah, I was a little surprised that it was so quick, to be honest, mm. because how many bad matches were there? Two, three. They they lost eight straight or something. No, they didn't win eight straight or something in the end. Could be. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I mean, they took too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the same. I mean, actually, it was quite surprising to me because I thought my bet was wrong because, yeah, um, to be sacked earlier than Weinseel at Augsburg yeah. is really, really surprising to me because I changed my opinion during the season but now that I look at when I looked at this and I agree with Kais I'm not really interested in following Wolfsburg but um, I just went to the forum and and there are some fans actually of Wolfsburg so they really exist and (laughs) those five people that were having discussions uh, with each other they they said that even they won the, the, the first three games they played Badly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just out of luck. And also, don't forget who they did one against. Exactly. Did win against. They Fort. won against Bochum, Fürth, yeah. and uh, the third one was Hertha, I think, yeah. Berlin, yeah, which is right. also doing horrible, especially at the beginning of the season. So um, it was no surprise, really. And, and, and then it got worse. So I really have to say it's a good thing what they did at Wolfsburg because, um, yes, they did a mis- They made a mistake, but the bigger mistake would be to not admit it and just stick with it. So they said, "Okay, so we made a mistake. Yep. Yeah, maybe um, he's he's not a good man as good as we thought, and now we have to go correct it." And then I think it's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely they've definitely been decisive. I think I think you're right about realizing they made a mistake and correcting it early. Um, I don't know if Florian Cofield is a is the correct um, reaction though. Somebody who also almost, you know, he, he got he got Bremen relegated last season, right? Is that is that the successful response? Um, um, I, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I would say it's surprising decision because uh, you exchange for something you exchange something that didn't work for something that is an experiment to me. exactly will not work right this will not no, you work do, i wouldn't say that i disagree with that because what what you have to say with uh Kofeld is um he had really he has a bad club to manage when you look at Werder Bremen what they did throughout the years they had a good team and when they had a good team and I think it was his first season or second season he was performing quite well then every end of, end of every season they got rid of their best players 
they didn't replace this player mm-hmm. and the team got worse every season. Yeah. So and if you don't have any money and if the team gets worse and worse, of course you cannot perform. And that's why I think it's a nice experiment because you can now really see uh, if he has a club who has the money and who is yep. financially, um, yeah, very financially very good, then maybe he can perform. So I think it could work, but it's an experiment. Yeah. And, and to to coach to be a coach of Prem is just something you you don't want to do these no. days. <laughs> but but, that, but that's what I don't understand is that it, why to, why make it why do the experiment. Right, you're you're Wolfsburg. You are you're in the Champions League. You've got a, a squad full of internationals. Um, you have money, and you're you're putting you you're going with a uh, a manager who got a team relegated last year. I mean, I would have thought they they could attract international managers of of real caliber. I, I don't. I just don't get it. Honestly, I I find it very strange. Kai's, you're being you're being very quiet, but you're pulling some funny faces. So, is this something you want to let out? I, I think they just realized that they are a mediocre team and that uh, <laughs> they don't should not have the ambition to get uh, Ancelotti or something like that. So that's, that's right. They, they want to be know relegated. Your, know your place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean I. I disagree. I, I really think um, I was really impressed with Wolfsburg last year. I have to say the way, um, you know, they took that Champions League spot and um, had a great season. And I, and I look at that squad and it's underperforming massively. And I really did expect them to, to kind of carry on where they left off last season. And um, it's, it's a big surprise to me. Um, it really is. Um, Probably. Yeah, but uh, I think there's still a chance, like I said. I mean, it's it's a difference if you don't perform at PSV, 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 mm. to say it in the Dutch language, <laughs> um, and, and you become second and you didn't do great as Van Bommel did, but you still get the job at Wolfsburg, which I didn't understand. Yeah. Or if you don't perform with, uh, with a club that is uh, really going down anyway, like Werder Bremen. Yeah? Um, I, I, I think nothing... Nothing's nothing could have saved them, right? <laughs> so there's still a chance that he could be a good manager, not not like Van Bommel, where I think pff, he didn't do uh, do well with a very good club in the in the Eredivisie. Why mm-hmm. should he perform now at Wolfsburg? That, that is something that I didn't understand. But this one, yeah, I mean, Kofeld is still young, so probably he would also learn. Yeah, Mark Van Bommel is also still young compared to manager standards, but. He can still learn. He could improve from his last uh, management experience that he had with Bremen. So, yeah, okay, give it a try. But it wouldn't have been my first choice, obviously. <laughs> ex- ex- exactly. I think that's, you know, and, and I, it's not that I think he did really badly at Bremen. Um, it, I just think they had, they kind of really set low, expect they set the bar really low there. And um, even to, you know, why not wait, right? Just wait a little bit um, and, and try and get a bigger name. Um, whom? Like whom? Who, whom? Ah, oh, good question, Kais. I mean, I, I'm searching for like available... Um, Klasner will be free soon. 
Oh no, <laughs> no, no! I don't know who is who is kind of um, free at the moment. Um, what about Stuger? <laughs> oh my god! No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about the guy from Te- Tezic? What's the the guy from Dortmund last year, right? He, he would always stay with Dortmund and they offered him the job and he said, no, I will stay with Dortmund. And that's what he always says because every club tries to motivate him to join and he always says, I stay with Dortmund. Really? Who, who, yeah. who offered him a role then in the summer? Wasburg did, Hertha oh, did. I, I didn't know that. And he always says to say, okay, I wouldn't leave for Wolfsburg and Hertha as well. So I have to give him that. But he's like, he stay. yeah, he's, he's, you know, just like waiting. He's like the sort of, you know, the, the childhood sweetheart, you know, who's like been spurned by, you know, <laughs> his lover um, and, you know, waiting in the wings for like, you know, that, that, you know, his love to become available again. Right. I won't love another. I won't leave you. <laughs> And it's stepping in the, it's step in the bag of Rose. That's right. That's right. In, um, in, in the right moment. <laughs> good, 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 guys. We're running out of time. Um, let's 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 wrap it up for this week, um, guys. Thank you so much for for your time. Um, you know, for discussing your your miracles um, and all you all you people at home, right? Listening for the um, the weird and wonderful word of the Bundesliga. Um, we'll see you next time.